Is it appropriate to be on medication and attending therapy? Does one interfere with the other or do they help each other? So anytime we're considering the role of medication and medical intervention of any sort, uh, it should go without saying to get good medical advice with this. And one of the reasons why that's important is because of just how individual we all are and every case is different. But the, the other reason is that the effects of medication on the system are not just distinct from person to person, but they can vary from day to day, just depending on what else is happening in the context of the medication that we're taking. So this is the problem sometimes with things like online research where you, you try and learn. And it's not that there isn't some good information out there, but there's a lot that isn't as well. And probably the worst category is not so much good or bad information, but information that's circumstantial. So a person speaks with truth about an experience they've had, but that happens in a particular context, which may not be your context. So, you know, just, just to be wary of that. So do get good personalized advice with this. It's really, really important. So medication covers a lot, lots of different types of medications made from different things that operate in different ways for different purposes. So it's going to massively depend what we're talking about here and what the circumstances are. But I think broadly the answer is, yes, medications can play a very, very important role with therapy, and therapy can play a very important role alongside medications when they're used holistically and in a mutually supportive way, preferably as part of an overall strategy. So it's nice wherever possible to have some communication between therapists and whoever the prescribing doctor is, if they're not the same person. Occasionally they are, but a lot of the time they're not. And th that doesn't need to be extensive communication, but it's more just this kind of calibration exercise to make sure that everybody's roughly on the same page. And I find when I'm working with people and that is the case, that makes a big difference. So sometimes uh, it's, it's very necessary for a person to be on a particular medication because they really need it because of a major health concern and it's sort of a given that they're going to be on the medication and you know maybe they're going to be on it for life or it's, it's something that they really rely on. So of course in those cases it's a, it's a given. And yeah, there may be effects uh, on the therapy, but the benefits, if they outweigh the negative effects, we're going to take that. And then what we're going to do is we're going to do what we can to support any of those difficulties and, and help counterbalance them and you know progress anyway. So that's, that's going to be helpful. Now, sometimes it can be a little bit kind of borderline the decision where with something like anxiety, somebody's recognizing that, well, okay, Maybe if I take an anti-anxiety medication and a good one, you know, that really does work and it's been properly prescribed and the dosage is okay and it does help me, but do I really need that or should I maybe work with some of the raw feelings that are there therapeutically and that actually maybe is useful? Maybe I kind of don't want to suppress the feelings to some degree and I want them in a more raw form so I can work with them in therapy. So that, that's, that's a valid point and you know, that ultimately is for you to decide in conjunction with your therapist and whoever your prescribing doctor is. But the, the thing to realize, I suppose, is it can go either way. It can also be the case that sometimes if the feelings are too raw, that it is hard to do the therapy. So that, that can be a problem as well on the other side. So what I like to recommend, uh, certainly to my clients, is not to be anti-medication or pro-medication, <laughs> but to be pro your well-being 
and just to consider on a case-by-case basis based on the evidence what is actually going to be a fit. And again, medication can include a lot of things. We're not just talking about taking the strongest thing on day one. There could be much milder supports and things in the middle which can be you know, sometimes helpful uh, stepping stones. And the physiotherapy example, as, as usual, is just a really good example here because I think something similar applies psychologically. So you know, pain management is something I work with uh, quite regularly. And if you use that as an example, let's say though somebody is attending a physiotherapist for a moment and they ask the physiotherapist a similar question. They say, I, I, I feel pain and the painkillers do help me, but you know, I don't want to just do painkillers. I, I want to make changes beyond that. Uh, should I take the painkillers while attending physio? So if we think of it in that way, yeah, some of the same considerations are there because it is true that if there's too much use of painkillers, well then, yeah, you mightn't be able to notice what parts of the body are tense if the, the painkillers are maybe relaxing the muscles. To some degree, we maybe need to check in on that and have an awareness of what's happening that can be helpful. But it is also true the other way that if a person is just in very strong pain and muscular tension, and they can't then actually do the physiotherapy because the discomfort is so strong, then that's not going to be good for the therapeutic process either, on the other hand. So there's some balance to be found. So, of course, if the medication isn't needed, fair enough, you know, great. If, 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 if the therapeutic process quickly enough is able to stabilize things, and many therapies, certainly the, the types of therapy I practice, that's one of the big considerations we have at the start of a therapy is, do we need to do work which is uh, just sort of quick and efficient to, to just help stabilize things? It mightn't be the most thorough work even in the world. It's not that it's shallow either, but the problem is, is if you want to get very thorough, that could take a long time and you might have a long time and it might be hard to do that work because if you, you don't basically stabilize things, well, then you just don't have the attention for it. So sometimes there's some kind of quick gains that can be had that will just show us that we're able to feel a bit better and then actually give us the space to be able to work on making some of those other improvements. So I think that's a good way to think about it. It's useful. You can see there isn't a specific answer in there, but I think it's a responsible way of thinking about it so that you're not ruling anything in or out. And in a sense, I like to just take the word medication and just stretch it you know, because you can use the environment as medication. You can use forests as medication. You can use uh, prescription medication as, as medication. You can use certain types of thinking as medication. You can certainly use uh, meditative practices as medication. And food, of course, is medication, nutrition. Um, there are so many things, and physical activity is, is just a massive one. So there are so many things which, in a sense, are forms of medication. And the comparison holds because you could actually use even comedy on television as a way of numbing feelings so you don't end up then working on them, just as a painkiller might numb feelings, and that could be a bit too much the other way. However, on the other hand, the painkiller or the comedy on TV could actually be to the right level, just what you need to loosen up enough to recognize what's going on and then do good therapeutic work.
uh, on those topics. So being holistic in that way is really helpful. Have good conversations, I think. Have open conversations with whoever is involved and try as much as possible to achieve joined up thinking. Now I know I have so many referrals I get from hospitals and other places. People have been through the system and they say, oh God, this person's telling me this and this person's telling me that. It's tricky. I, I really do empathize with that. But still doesn't mean we shouldn't try our best, you know, to achieve it. Maybe in 100 years from now, we'll have achieved better joined up thinking in healthcare. But between now and then, I think the best thing is that you are the captain of your own ship. And, you know, at least as much as you might not want the job, if you can be the one that pulls these different strands of advice together and tries to be holistic, that's for the better. If you found this valuable, do like, subscribe and share. And what's your experience? Do you have any questions or topic suggestions? You can contribute in the comments, on social media using hashtag BodyMindSelf or on JFL.com.